When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford come right back at you from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows and if you can please give us a five star review wherever you get your podcast plus if you could like share subscribe or do anything that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week. And we've got another show dropping on Monday that's going to cover WrestleMania, what happened with the box office, and so much more. Plus also, yeah, exactly, Joe Sora is lifting up. He's going to do a body slam on somebody. But also as well, if you can support Inside Sports Fantasy Football Game Source, the great guys at LakersBall.com, be there for their game time chat. There's only going to be probably four of them left, so please Go ahead and check out their game time chat at LakersBall.com. Plus, also as well, Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. And are also our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. And if you can support all that, it's sincerely appreciated. Exactly. The big sigh right there from Joe Soros says it all. And I'll tell you what, it's going to be another four games. And this season will be behind us as one of the worst in Lakers history because you had another situation today where LeBron James, his ankle wasn't feeling quite right. He just, I guess, too much soreness, so he couldn't make it into the lineup. Either that or maybe he got his feelings hurt by what Kareem was telling him. I'm not sure. I don't know. But, yeah, Kareem was already talking about him again this past weekend. And with all that going on and more drama up ahead, the Lakers are just riding out the season as best they can. Today, they faced off in the Crypto.com Arena against possible MVP and Nikola Jokic. We'll see what happens there. But yes, they faced off against the Denver Nuggets, but it was a Nikola Jokic show. And even though you had good games from Anthony Davis with 28 points, Nine rebounds, eight assists, and three block shots. And Russell Westbrook, 27 points, 10 rebounds, and seven assists. Carmelo Anthony chipped in with 17, but it was only one of seven on threes. The rest of the team, just not quite enough. It was Nikola Jokic show was there as he scored 38, 18 rebounds, six assists. And the Denver Nuggets pulled away after a very competitive three quarters for the Lakers. 
pulled away in the fourth. As Joe always says, they give you three quarters of full play, not the fourth. Unfortunately, they don't put together a four-quarter type deal. And once again, the Lakers fall in the fourth quarter, 129 to 118, where they just couldn't get it done. But here today to talk about the game, two great guests indeed. As always, he is a good man from LakersBall.com. He's Ox1947. Please be part of the game time conversations at LakersBall.com. As we also will talk today about the most improved player and also as well the defensive player of the year. It is Joe Soro. Joe, great to have you here. Same old, same old with the Lakers. And unfortunately, that means another L. The push up was, 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 yeah, that was the gorilla press. My move when I was in college was the torture rack. There you go. Put some over their shoulder. Yep, Lex Luger torture rack. It was was one of my favorite. The only one I I, I think I might have liked better was the razor's edge, but a lot of people don't. I don't know. That's just not functional in a, in a normal well, environment. Godspeed, um, Scott Hall. On that yes, one. yes, indeed. The uh, the game played out exactly like the season has. They yeah. play close. They play well. Uh, you know, the stats, the, yeah, the stats. The stats on offense will, 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 will sway back and forth, but the defense will always stay the same, which is basically they'll Boring. hit every three. They'll get every layup. They'll get every free throw. It is the most jinxed, cursed season I've ever seen, even in the in the, in the parts that it's not their fault. I, I'm i watching Barton shoot threes <laughs> like he's Steph Curry. 57% Gordon, from the field from the corner, as a whole. I, I, they don't miss. They have not missed all year. doesn't matter if it was Denver. doesn't matter if it's Charlotte. doesn't matter if it's New Orleans. doesn't matter if it's Miami, Orlando. doesn't matter. They don't miss. They never miss this year. This is four games left now, and I'm expecting four more teams to not miss. It has been the – it's not weird. It's not – I don't even think cursed or, or jinxed is even the word either. I don't know what this is. It's bad. It's really it is bad. It is so defense. bad. It is it – is, It is balancing itself for the – It's never – yeah. It's never – I have never seen every game – Every game has a nobody. It used to be maybe once every couple weeks where I'll see some guy in Portland make 30, 40 points, or no, I shouldn't say 40, like 25, 30 points. And I'm like, who's this guy? Oh, it's a nobody that's trying to make his name against the Lakers. This year it was every game over and over and over and over and over again. And it was compiled with your two stars missing practically half the season. You have your third star who doesn't really mesh uh, in, in a team concept on top of that. And then you have a bunch of role players who don't know how to play defense, play deep team defense and are mentally completely shot from the season. So in, in a nice little recipe put together, it, it, it's a nice disaster recipe for, for really bad food. And I'd say Phoenix is probably going to, would it be official that they lose to Phoenix? With them being out, or do they still need to lose to Oklahoma City? They still know. need to lose to Oklahoma City. We'll see. We'll see. So, I liked seeing AD playing through the pain. You could see that he was laboring a little bit there. He was doing that in last year's playoff game before he had to go out, and I, I do commend him for that. There was times he looked really good, and it looked like old AD, and, and you know, 
That's all. I, that's all I got on that. Unfortunately, we made Demarcus Cousins look like he was Demarcus. Should have kept him. No, he, no, no. He, he only kept him as a backup. The only well, we should have kept somebody. Uh, he, Instead of DeAndre, he, he looked good because he was playing against the Lakers. I hadn't seen him do anything like that before. It's just not. This is the kind of this is the team to do that with. Well, he's been playing like that most of the season since Denver picked him up. Aaron Gordon's the guy that surprised me. Well, he's been doing well the last what five six games. He's played. He played extremely. He, he's well played tonight. well since he moved over from Orlando. Yeah. He's finally that was, that was a steal for them and, and they really needed it. So Michael Porter Jr., is he coming back or is his back shot? He's his back is shot for this year. Okay, so Jamal year. Jamal Murray tore his ACL, which means he's never going to be the same player. Well, he has been he has been working out, so he's kind of iffy. I, okay. Although Jamal Murray, we don't know. Yeah, okay. with the knee, we'll see. I thought he might be back by now. Uh, uh, without trying to repeat myself, I tried to change up a little bit at the beginning there with the wrestling theme, just because I'm bored talking the same about the same thing. But <laughs> the reality is, it, the, the game played exactly like how it has in virtually almost every game, every game all year. Three quarters is 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 for the Lakers. Three quarters equals a dollar. There's no other analogy to use. There's no other joke you can make a stand-up joke, you know, on something like that. Of course, before. Will Smith comes out of nowhere and specs in the face, but you know it's three quarters is a dollar. That's that's the that's the documentary subject line. The 2021-22 LA Lakers, three quarters equals a dollar. Well, I, I think they played three and a half quarters tonight. <laughs> uh, I'd probably say closer. That's to not short change. So I'll cut the quarter then. We'll cut the quarter. <laughs> I'd say closer. And put it next to it. Well, they were still tied with six minutes to go, so. You know, uh, that's something to, you know, that's I've something to look at. Way, Joe. I, I spent, you know, actually. And here today also is Laker Tom from Lakerholics.com. Now go. Okay. You're on all you. I actually said during the game, because I was getting so frustrated with every single little thing that ever happens seems to be going against the Lakers at this point. And I definitely felt that same cursed feeling. I was actually praying to the basketball gods. I said, you know, come on, just. You can you can drop a double major injury on us tomorrow or the next game, but can you let us just at least have AD stay healthy this game and and maybe a couple of bounces of the ball our way instead of the other team's way for a change? Well, they were uh, making bets on NBA radio yeah, exactly well, how many minutes he'd still play for the rest of the season. So that tells you right there. The odds have gotten so small at this point in time because – we have to gain two games and there's only four left. So that tells you what happens, you know. Oh, they're going to sit him down. They're going to shut him down. They ought to shut both of them down. They should shut well, the season LeBron down. LeBron just should, has to play they should at least one more. Fire Frank Vogel with one day left just to, just to not give him a complete season as a Lakers coach. You know, I, I'm almost – I'm just tired of talking about the crazy lineup changes and so forth. 39th different lineup. Yeah. And Vogel to the end, you know, there's – We've seen a friction between the front office and the coaching staff because basically the front office has given, him, given the coach a roster he doesn't like and the, the coach has refused to play certain people. And, and now at the end, he's basically he's basically told the Lakers front office, what the hell, I'm going to play the guys I want and I'm not, I'm not going to play the guys that you want me to play. It's just a remarkable, almost a, in, almost a spiteful move in some ways by Vogel and and probably is representative of a of a very deep conflict between Vogel and Palenka. 
maybe on how to how to how to run the basketball team, or maybe also just on how valuable certain people are. The Lakers do not have a visionary running the operation who's, you know, like Jerry Buss was, and they don't have a vision of exactly what kind of team they want to play. The closest they got, and, and which, and and frankly, even though it needed some modifications, was how we played in the bubble to win the championship. And the thing that we did there that we've just totally gotten away from is we had bigger, stronger, more athletic people at every single position. You go back to that team and you look at it. You, your guards were six five and six six. They weren't six two and six three. Your your small forward was was six nine LeBron. Your power forward was was six eight Markeith, and your center is a six eleven Anthony Davis. So you got a huge team. We were bigger. We, we our style was small ball on offense to a certain extent, but we still we were still were bigger almost every position, and we don't have that positional size advantage anymore. And that's one of the things that we've gotten away from. That is, just as you were talking about Joe of Demarcus Cousins was just eating, but every center on every team, even their second or string centers, feast on the Lakers because we don't have any size. We've forgotten completely what won us the championship. And then we've gone to smaller guards that started with, with Dennis and, you know, continued this year. And we've, we've, we've sort of adopted the whole thing that we don't even need somebody during the regular season, like, like Howard and, and McGee to eat up, eat up minutes and, and, you know, keep everybody fresh and continue to be big teams. Teams used to be afraid of us coming in and bully balling them. Now they're they're licking their chops when they see us come in there with these these lineups, and it, it's not about playing small ball; it's just about the size. You know, you, we played small ball last year, but we were bigger at every single position than our opponent was a lot of the time. Um, and we need to go back to that formula. The only thing I'd change is is have a center who can shoot threes. You know, a modern center who can stretch the floor. Seems like a simple solution, you know, and don't spend all your money on, don't spend $47 million on a third superstar. It's going to be hard to fit. Um, I mean, you can't take three guys who pay, who are used to playing, having 30% usage and put them on the court. And there's, you know, there's just not enough time. Somebody's going to have to sacrifice and you're better off to split that $47 million we're paying Russ next year to into three guys who can hopefully be better than any of the guys that we got other than the superstars. So I don't know whether the patient has been taken off of, uh, off of uh, life support, life support. Yet, but they've definitely made an announcement that we're dead. And I don't expect that, that we're going to see LeBron and AD. I do. The, we're going to see LeBron at least once more. He's got his, that is that for the scoring thing one more time yes. for the scoring. Yeah, I think title. he has to, he had to play three last time we were talking about us. So I think he's played. I think one or two more. I forget what you wanted, but yeah, this is my God. Our season more. has come down to this. Yeah, that's what really. It yeah, it so? comes down to LeBron's individual statistics. Absolutely, yeah. that's yeah. the that's all that we're going to have any entertainment on. At least mm. uh, that and Kareem giving him continual shout outs and complaints over the course of the weekend, like he did. So, yes, Kareem Quite complaining a again. What a, what a, a surprise! Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. 
Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cool. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, once again, the Lakers do <laughs> unfortunately fall for their sixth loss in a row, 129 to 118. The Lakers right now are an amazing 31 and 47, still 11th place in the Western Conference, now a full one and a half games behind San Antonio Spurs. And since they don't have the tiebreaker on that, you just got to say that they're two and a half games behind the San Antonio Spurs with four games left to play. In fact, Sacramento is actually almost closer than the Lakers are to the San Antonio Spurs. So they could actually fall below Sacramento, and wouldn't that be a kick right there for you? So well, before we head on out, guys. Also who gets their draft pick because it's all of a sudden a lottery well, pick. Right, right now, because of the bad record for the Lakers, it now falls over to New Orleans right now. If the Lakers had stayed in the plan Memphis or thereabouts. Gets it at, but Memphis gets it if, there's a, if it hits – no, level. I think it's after ten. I think it's after ten. If, after if 10? it's if it's if it's one to ten, I think it goes to New Orleans. So it's, if, it's if, better. Yes, so it's better for it, New Orleans it, if we lose. <laughs> yeah. So in the current situation, it goes to New Orleans right now. Right. So I have a feeling it's going to go to New Orleans, and wouldn't that be a kicker? But again, the Lakers did win the championship from the AD trade. So I'm saying, still to this day, until my darkest day, I will say that it will be wise it was wise to go ahead and make the move you made the move you won the title how many teams win the title not as many as you think so i'll say i thought i just i just thought we would be able to squeeze one more out with ad being you know in his prime this looks like it's going to be the only lakers championship that's going to be bundled by itself yeah yeah it's uh, that was the only bummer I, i was i was even saying before i said if if we can win one more title in the next couple of years after we had won it i said this would be uh, this would be a major win because we. But I do the, I do the AD trade over again, again. Yeah, yeah, no, I I don't. Yeah. I, 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 have to do that. I don't. I don't think. I don't think anybody would argue against. Well, they're going to uh, sign. They're going to sign LeBron for. Media. They're going to sign LeBron for two more years, and that's going to give him two more. They're either going to sign him or going to trade him, one or the other, because yeah. they they can't. If he doesn't sign an extension, they have to trade him because they can get they can get a lot of value for him right now. Yes, they certainly um, can. So you're going to have two more two more shots with LeBron. Okay. And then the I question know. always is, would you be better off trading him right now and when he's younger and has value? Because in two years, you probably won't be able to trade him. Well, and that's the that's question. Big question, indeed. But well, I, again, I'm about clearing everything out at this point, including those options, because you can get a lot yeah, back. Yeah, but you fire the people who are going to make the decisions, too, yeah, like I well, would. That's, but... that's a problem. Well, it, doesn't, it doesn't look good, too. I'm sitting there, and someone had mentioned on uh, – I had noticed it, but I didn't say anything, but I would noticed some one of my esteemed uh, message board colleagues had mentioned how – I don't remember that Microsoft logo on the, on the, on the court. It looks so tacky with the colors. But was that put in by ABC? I, I hope so because yeah, because they have those. Looked, they, yeah, remember it, ABC, but it's still well, it, TNT. It, it, they it have a, the option it, to go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it is a, just a just a pathetic. You, they don't wear gold. They don't wear their 
gold armor anymore at home hardly they crypto.com i mean it's just it's it's like everything is turning into that corporate you know bs garbage that we all just can't stand because apparently they're just Okay, well, well crypto.com is not their deal. That's AEG taking yeah, the money. Yeah, well, you know, be careful. You would take you... the money too if they offered you. Uh, again, I, I th- th- look. The deal is, I, I, I can. I've is said this to my friends. Arena? My friends feel like my home arena. My yeah. friends tell me I'm full of BS. And again, the thing is, money doesn't mean anything to me. That's me. Maybe that's just me. Okay, and I have it. So, to me, does it? To me, I'm about the. The image and what you what you actually produce, and if it's just about making money, all right, there you go. Is now Joe it, Squirrel there? Yes. Doesn't it explain? Like that's, hey, that's the equalizer and the scorekeeper. It makes sense by why all this stuff is happening, doesn't it? A little bit, you know. If you're just strictly going to go about the money, you know, but is it really AEG, about all the money? It's, look it's at out of the Lakers' hands. Look at They're just look, a okay. tenant. look at look at the Dallas Cowboys. Look, there's no AG. There's no Staples Center without the Lakers. Let's be real here. Come on. Okay, I don't care who owns what the, the, the other half. They have a hundred other dates a year. Dallas Cowboys have been a perennial dumpster fire. Okay, for the, since 1995, the last time they won a Super Bowl. Why? Because they have a their owner. Their owner sucks, and yep. their value has gone up. Right, they're the most valuable franchise on the planet, but their team sucks. So I'll rather have my team be good. Than rich because you're already rich. You just want to be super rich. Well, well keep putting you your logos and all that stuff on there. We are, but rich. the Lakers don't even get the money from the money. Crypto.com. That's what you got to remember. They don't even get the money. One of their owners, the partial own owners, Lakers, does. Really. <laughs> AEG owns a percentage of the Lakers. Yes, they're getting the money. So there you go. But it, it again, it's all relative. But you know, Joe. Again, I'll make sure Crypto.com gives you a call and asks you for a cool thirty million to see if that's him. To go ahead and call it crypto. Why would they give me thirty million? Okay. Well, we, okay. With more, how about forty million? Let's go ahead. Let's raise raise the stakes. Uh, again, you, you, I, we have to have a discussion here. Money doesn't drive me. Sorry, it's just okay. not how I, I roll. Okay. I, mean, I guess. I guess. Uh, what would it? What would? What would, what would that entail? Forty million dollars. What am I well, doing? All you me? have to do is write a check to Gerald. Does that mean? I, does that mean I got to compromise my team? Simply solve the solution for, for sucking. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I would do that. All right, make all payable checks to Lakers Fast Break. Lakers Fast Break. <laughs> but once again, the Lakers do fall one twenty nine to one eighteen, and a horrible defensive performance, and a good performance again a showcase for Nikola Jokic on his drive to MVP. We'll be talking about the MVP before the end of the season, who we think should win, but not right now. Today, for the rest of the show, we're going to be talking for us to do that right now. But I understand. No, we're going to talk about most improved player and the defensive player of the year. That's how we're going to close the show. I got this on the schedule. You saw the schedule, guys. I know know. I saw the schedule, but sometimes the topic of the day is evidence right there that helps. No, because there's still much more to go. I think in the MVP race, there's still much more to go because there is three individuals. Well, they play the Lakers again. They play the Lakers again, and they play the the uh, Spurs again. Yeah, but I think seventy. I think Joel Embiid and also Giannis Antetokounmpo. You need, especially Antetokounmpo. Last week was a monster, and he definitely is is right in the racer with it. But again, that's for another program. Right now, it's most improved player and defensive player of the year. So, Laker Tom, I will start with you for the most improved player. 
I know what Vegas has their odds at right now. It it's is really John hard. Morant. John yeah, Morant. everybody's saying John Morant. I mean, um, that's I why these, that's... these both of these are fixed already decisions, man. No, I I disagree with you on the defensive, yeah. but John Morant is most likely going to walk away with it. Yeah. I'm not in love with that pick because of the fact that John Morant has improved from great player to one of the best out there. I don't get me wrong, but the team Memphis has played so well without him in stretches. In fact, they've it only makes lost. You wonder, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes you wonder. I just think that it's really hard for me to say that he's makes going you to really be the worry most. How do you know he's not in, really worry about Memphis as a future? How do you power? know he's not in? He's not inspiring his team when he's not playing. You, you know, could, and you it, could be right, Joe. You could you know, be right. The, the, we gotta, you know, I, I think that's the problem with what's been going on with the guys that haven't been playing is. How about, you know, be that guy that says, guys, go get after it, do something. But leadership. what about a player like, let's put it, let's throw in Mikhail Bridges of Charlotte, who wasn't even offered a final year on his contract by the team. And look at him. He's gone, gotten so much better in the span of a year. He's now a 20-point scorer, playing solid defense, turned his three-point shooting around, has now become a marquee player this coming free agency. That's a player I think that the most improved player should actually look at. John Morant is probably going to get the the. Yeah, but John moved himself in to be the one of the best five players. Oh yeah, he's the NBA. I mean, I mean, that's first that's not elevating all that. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. He's a we went to superstar level. He is. People didn't expect him to do that. I understand, but the team has played so well, even without him. Like Joe says, maybe because he's inspiring. You know what have you? It's just. Did you hear what he said about Iguodala? You know, Iguodala was traded to Memphis. He yeah. ended up wanting to get out, got bought out and left. And they had, they kind of clowned him a little bit and said he didn't believe in what we were doing here. So, oh, man, they Ramos, talk on that team. They right? talk on that right. team. Right. So now the thing is with John Morant, to, to say that this guy wins a, a most improved player award, to me, I this is the second pick overall. And, 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 and this was not a – this was a for sure thing. The only reason why it got a little bit down was because Zion was so big. But we all knew Jaw ja was going to be a really, superstar. Really he just had it. it. The only thing that can stop this is an injury. That's it. But if he wasn't going to get injured, this was going to be because he is the prototypical player of today's he's so era. Gifted athlete. Okay, he is the prototypical. He's he's fit it perfect. He's a kind of like an, his own Allen Allen Iverson type player of this era, like Allen was in '96. So now. Calling him an improved player, that's a tough I, I would, one. I wouldn't balk on made, it. But that's I a would, huge jump that he made. He deserves it if he gets made. it. He yeah, and I agree it. with you, Tom. I agree with you, and I think I, Joe does as well. But it's just it's very hard because he was already expected to be yes. at this level. Yes, Bridges to me. Again, I'm not gonna any of the top five, whether it's Murray, whether it's Garland. I'll get the Garland in a second because that's kind of yeah. my pick. But Bridges, you know. I know it's just a singular year award. You know, if he went, you know, he's, he's, I think second now in Vegas, isn't he? But even Charlotte it? didn't even, Mitch Kupchak and Charlotte, they didn't even think he was going to develop. Right. So he, he, he takes it personally and has a great year. Okay, cool. To me, really, I think if I was voting, I would, and when you encompass the whole, if you're going to be called the, the, the most improved player, that definitely kind of falls in line with more of like an MVP of the team type thing. And, I just think Darius Garland is it's a good pick. He went from eight to twenty-one, and he's got stats that are comparable to Magic. You know, 
hitting 90% from the free throw line. Cleveland has ascended from what post LeBron stinking to all Vegas of a sudden only now. Had the peg that 29 wins this year. I mean, he's has he inspired Kevin Love to give a crap again? I mean, this is a that's a pretty amazing feat. I think if I was voting, when you compass all the things that matter, I think. I would go with Darius Garland. I think he's shown the most. And it's drastic, too. It's not even small. It's drastic. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Him, over the past season and a half, he's been tremendous. And this season, again, as long as he's been on the court, because I know he's had some health issues, he's been tremendous. And he's uh, any of these choices are great choices, Laker, Tom. I mean, you can't go wrong yeah. with any of them. I just wish one of them was a Laker. Yeah. <laughs> well, Darius we the Laker. As we, all do, as we all do. That was the guy. He would have been yeah. thick. Well, you know what? If the Lakers do something to free up that $47 million account space, maybe Bridges could be a Laker. You never know. You never know indeed. But before we head on out, Defensive Player of the Year, I think this is a little bit more uh, you know, out there as far as the choices are concerned. I know Rudy Gobert is still thought of as a Defensive Player of the Year type deal. I I don't think he is the defensive player of the year. I think as you saw in last night's game where he gets exposed because he does not go and guard on the perimeter, he gets played off the court. I think you'll see that again in this year's playoffs. I do not think of him as a defensive player of the year. I understand the analytics about how he is when he's on the court and how he is off the court as far as our defense is concerned. Statistically, he should be a runaway winner. But I think when it comes to the eyeball test and the eye test, I really think he is not the defensive player of the year. I personally think right now, for me, Mikael Bridges of Phoenix, who has done a tremendous job as a wing defender and should be the wing defender that people covet as far as what type of defender that they want out of the wing. He has personally made it a mission to go ahead and try to stop every wing star that there is out there. And obviously, he's been a tremendous part of Phoenix's success. I really think that Mikhail Bruges should win it. Joe, do you have thoughts on defense, uh, defensive player of the year? This is the laziest award uh, voters vote for. They always seem to tail to the center with the most blocks and rebounds. And to me, Rudy Gobert has never been a defensive player of the year for me. He is too soft, too weak-minded. And when it matters most, he's never showed up. I never really understood what the big deal was there. Bam Adebayo is proclaiming that he is the defensive player of the year. And just because he said that, I wouldn't give him the award. I would give it to Giannis. He hasn't played enough games, not been healthy enough. Again, that that good, that good then that's usually another criteria that they don't vote for. Whenever you miss too many games, they won't vote you for defensive player of the year. It's basically somebody who's played all year and has nice blocks and rebounds the whole season. And for me, I I tend to be more heavy onto the guys that are actually playing the perimeter because it's easy to stand back and wait for somebody to come to you. But how about guarding somebody, a guard, a forward, especially in this day and age when you got to guard everybody, right? How about we give it to the guy who's actually really putting his, you know, rear end down and and wait and, and, and playing with the fastest players on the planet. Right. So to me, I think Giannis is showing a little bit towards the end here. Why don't you give it to Giannis again? He deserves it. You're that, or I've also heard as well, Marcus Smart, you know, obviously he's led that big charge for Boston and how great that defensive team has been. That would be a clear indicator that people appreciate his work with Boston. I know it's Boston. It's a Lakers show. I think he should get the leadership award. 
Yeah. The 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 most valuable leader. What was it? The Kareem Award now? Is it the Kareem Award? They call it the Kareem Award? Jamar Award? uh, Actually, well, that's what Carmelo Anthony uh, won. Yeah. Okay. But I know that's that's a different subject. But that guy put a light in that team's butt. And, man, they've been playing balls out. I mean, geez, how about we talk more about that? I know it's a Celtic thing, but to me, Marcus Smart is an old school guy that just finally was at the right situation where – where I guess the team started listening, and here you are. Wow, what a what a concept to actually have somebody put a put a fire in you and go, hey, I'm not gonna wilter down and go, oh, we're injured, oh, we're, huh. oh, we can't play because you know it's saw uh, you know they're gonna call a foul. No, he lit a fire and everyone started playing the way they should. Wow, can't believe it. I thought that was impossible anymore. So yeah, uh, I would yeah. say I want to see more perimeter players getting defensive player of the year award because that's that's how it should be for me. I'd give it to Giannis right now. Again, that wouldn't be a bad choice as well, especially after the past week. Tom, if you let us know exactly who your thoughts are on defensive player. Uh, I pretty much agree with Joe on both of the, the comments because the two guys that I was impressed with most were, this year were, were Giannis, who finally now starts to guard the best guy on the other team, regardless of the position. He wasn't doing that before. He wasn't doing that before, and he's doing it now. And then Marcus Smart, because I think he's been the key to the old turnaround of the Celtics defense, which has made them a legitimate contender in the East. So those would, uh, those would be my one and two candidates for that. Yeah, because the year he actually won the Defensive Player of the Year, I was on this show talking to you <sighs> and criticizing about how he shouldn't have won it because he was never guarding the best player. Right. He was always on that yeah. rover defense no that and, and that was again. true of that that was now true. he got robbed oh god that yeah. was one of the worst yeah. ones too yeah but he's done everything you know, he's out. shown he can hit a three when it counts he's shown he can hit a free throw when yeah. it counts yeah and he's shown and, he can win a championship when yeah it and that's that's for the mvp debate but yes you're right tom i mean jonathan the kumpo you've seen his blocks at the right time in the past couple of weeks so definitely he should be under strong consideration I don't know why the odds makers still have Draymond Green up there because he has been injured for over two months. So I think that should be really well. They're so the lazy. That's why. <laughs> yeah. And again, Mikhail Bridges uh, also as well. Marcus Smart, Jonas Antetokounmpo, I think are all above Rudy Gobert at this point. But that's our thoughts right there. If you have thoughts out there on the most improved player and defensive player of the year, Please let us know at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, at Laker Tom. Give him a big shout out on Twitter, Lakerholics.com or Lakersball.com or LakersFastbreak at Yahoo.com. Make sure to catch our shows because we are going to run down all the major awards coming up on our next coming shows. We will cover MVP at Coach of the Year and all that stuff. So please go ahead and check that out on our regular shows. But before we head on out, guys, just want to mention that we will be back once again. The Lakers, only four games left this season because I think it's pretty much a done deal that their season is over. I hate to say it, but you know what? It's time that everybody starts coming to grips with what's going on with this team. Their next game. Say your farewells. Yeah, say your farewells because their next game is at Phoenix, 7.30 p.m. on NBA TV and also the Lakers station. Check it out on Tuesday, and we'll be back on Tuesday to talk more about it. You know, it's almost over, guys. Your pain is almost over. So that's a good thing indeed. But once again, the Lakers do fall to Denver, 129 to 118. They are now falling further into the depths of the Western Conference hell. 
as I liken to what Joe Soro was saying the other day about one of the best movies that has been made in the 21st century, and that is Get Out, as far as Daniel Kaluuya's character falling deeper into the abyss. Right now, the Lakers are definitely falling deeper into the abyss indeed. But once again, 129 and 118, the Lakers lose. We'll be back on Tuesday, hopefully with some better news, maybe a surprise. Maybe Phoenix will put everybody on the bench and have everybody sit down because they don't need to play anymore. They've already won, already got the best NBA record. They're set. They don't need to play. Get ready for this. Get ready for this. Yeah. They'd like to see the team know that put the Lakers down. Yes. Well, watch, they rest everybody and, uh, and their bench Denver, still beats the yeah. Lakers. So, yeah. Or OKC might be the team that takes us officially out, which would that be, could be that would, could be appropriate too. The irony would be as hilarious be considering the irony would be the, lead. <laughs> the irony would be hilarious because that was really when things started going downhill when we kept yeah, blowing yeah. those 20 point Close leads against closure. If we like lose Oklahoma City. And that would be three losses against Oklahoma City. And if we lose by two or three games, that was the difference right there. That was yep. the difference. That would be bad. That In return for that, indeed. they'll trade for Russell Westbrook and give us a huge Would it be more poetic game. than irony? Am I getting that mixed up? Uh, it's more poetic, uh, right? Not Whatever iron. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Depends it'd be what's something, normal. That's for sure. It's so like when they again, say, I'm, I'm literally a computer. No, you can't literally be a computer. Right. Okay. You know, people use say that a lot now. They're literally something. Uh, you know, what? I feel like severance where they're putting the computer chip where I'm going to go ahead and just not remember a thing after I finish. Well, Ben Stiller had a funny quick Ben Stiller had a Best funny show line. on television. Just he had a funny line when he was when he was part in Empire of the Sun. This is like what? Back in the day when Christian Bale I saw was like, that. Well, I saw that clip. He goes, he, he accidentally said cut while he was acting. And Spielberg goes, uh, you're not supposed to say that. Totally embarrassed himself. It's okay. He went on to a great career, and now he's directing what I think is right now the best show on television. Catch it today on Apple Plus. Severance, fantastic show. Absolutely cannot say enough good things. It's got you know if you if you're into that lost type of mystery type deal with with twists and turns and cliffhangers on each and every episode, Severance is definitely for you. But we'll also be on Tuesday talking about Winning Time, another show that's out there on HBO Max. We'll talk about episode four or five. Episode five. five. I, think. I think episode five. Five. Episode, yes, like five stars <laughs> there, right there for you. Go ahead. We'll talk about that on Tuesday. Uh, hopefully after Lakers win. But, you know, at this point, I seriously don't know. But please go ahead and be part of what we're doing today here at the Lakers Fast Break. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Big shout out to our YouTube viewers as always. They've been very vocal. Joe and I have been answering your comments on YouTube quite a bit. We truly appreciate it. Subscribe there. But thank you so much. And we'll see you Tuesday night after the game against Phoenix right here at the Lakers Fast Break.